Yeah, it was really difficult because obviously they are showing a side of me that looks quite standoffish and like my friends and family know that's not what I'm like at all. Well, 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 this is a different one for us. Happy Saturday. This is the second part of the Ros Married at First Sight special. And you're with your host, I'm Lizzie. And I'm Becca. And we're talking farming, love, and that little show that's on TV at the minute, as we call it, Maths UK, Bex. Well, in our first part, we spoke to Ros about her floristry business um, and how she came to be on Married at First Sight. I don't know about you, Lizzie, but I thought it was absolutely fantastic to learn about Roz's floristry business and what she did with it while she was away filming for the show. I think it just goes to show there's a lot of planning that's needed in any rural business. If you're thinking ahead, why not look to Howden Rural? They provide bespoke insurance solutions for rural businesses. And they have been a main sponsor on our podcast in series one and now series two so big thanks to them anyway is Roz going to give us a sneak peek in this episode or is she sworn to secrecy stay tuned you do not want to miss this I mean I watch maths religiously I'm <laughs> gonna tell you that right now I, I love it I absolutely love the show and one of the first things I noticed was that Thomas in his like little video at the start was talking about his kind of country um, lifestyle and how he really enjoys being outdoors. Did that almost help that kind of like, it almost give you common ground to start on? Yeah, I do feel like overall, like he is super friendly. I know in the first couple of um, episodes, we look like awful, we look awkward, um, but we did have fun and we do have things in common. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think definitely like knowing that he understood all of my, you know, background, like he, yeah, it was, it was nice to know that I'm, but then again, it's not that I don't like, you know, I think I have things in common with town people as well and city people. So like, I think I wouldn't have minded, to be honest, as long as you've got chat and I know it looked like we didn't, but for me not to chat is very difficult. So I don't know how we managed it to be honest. Chat and cuddles. That's the two things for Roz, right? <laughs> cuddle, yeah. Any man that'll give me a cuddle, apparently I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think like having something in common to get, you know, for the get-go is good. And obviously it's hard like going on the show. I didn't realise I'd find it so hard because before you date you're texting and you're seeing if you whereas obviously you don't have any of that so like you just have to start from fresh literally in front of each other there's no break and, and so not everybody's going to go unmarried at first sight if they're not and it isn't for everybody I can uh, I can definitely see that but if they don't have an opportunity about that like that what what advice would you give somebody who's feeling that pressure, feeling like they're behind in finding the person they want to be with? Run straight to the apps. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I just think, like, be comfortable where you are. Like, you are supposed to be where you are right now. And that's when, even when I, like, got, he broke up with me, I thought, deep down, I knew this is what's meant to happen to me. Like, the, this, the universe needs me to be single right now or the universe needs me to be where I am. So it's like, 
just sit in that. Just think like, this is where I'm supposed to be and don't change it unless it's right. And don't go with someone unless it's 100% right because you don't have one time to waste. And two, you don't want to waste their time. So I think as you get older, you become more picky. Not, you know, but because you know what you want and you know what you don't want. And to be honest, just enjoy being single as well. Like, enjoy those moments of just having your own company, doing your own thing, going out when you can. You know, you forget. I think you do forget. When you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, we're going to do this tonight. Can we do that? We're going to do this next weekend. And it's like, no, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Roz, I guess this idea of a, a very rural kind of, you know, farm-orientated life to then... I would say the quite glamorous world of Married at First Sight. And I know we've kept talking about Married at First Sight, but some of our listeners might not actually have watched it before. So if you haven't, it basically is two people who have literally never met before. The first sight is not an exaggeration, who get married and we follow their journey. So, Roz, you married Thomas and this whole new glamorous world, what was that change like? Because I can imagine it, well, I'm not going on it anytime soon, but going from that, you're happy being in your wellies and you don't see many people to then actually you have a makeup artist, you're wearing the most glamorous dresses. You're kind of always on show. What was it like? I do feel like for me, and I know it's like everyone has their own hard times in it, but for me, I do feel like I've gone from a place where I can walk the dogs around endless fields to the ninth floor in a flat. Like I've gone from um, being able to just escape and walk out into like the fresh air. I know it's fresh in London, but you know what I mean? And to have that, like living on a farm to then living in a flat in the ninth floor, looking over a balcony to just a built up area. At first I found it hard. Like I had no escape. Like I didn't have tango to ride. I had no dogs to walk. And um, we did also have a curfew. So you had to be in at a certain time. And I felt like for me, it was quite, I don't have a routine at home. I can, I'm free to do whatever I want. So I really struggled with like, I suppose I was homesick. Like I'm so family orientated. I missed all my family. Um, obviously you don't have your mobile phone. So you could ask them like can I call them and it'd be like yeah we can do it in a few hours or we can do it to fit round um so I found that hard and then obviously yeah I had to be glamorous I don't look that glamorous on the show let's be real yes you do <laughs> I'm not, I was like don't even yeah don't even put yourself down I was like Ross yes girl. <laughs> I was like I'm here for this and your wedding dress and veil was stunning. oh amazing I did like the veil the dress the wedding dress it's not the one, like, it was just the family's choice. Like, they were like, yeah, I knew I wanted a plain one, but I, like, there was two plain ones. And the other one I preferred, but, like, Dad was like, well, it's quite big. And I did think, like, yeah, I don't know this guy. Like, imagine if he doesn't like a big dress. Like, with a guy you know well and you're going to go marry, you kind of know what, like, style they like. Whereas, so I did go for a different dress, but the veil was actually my sister's veil. So that was cute. And it got flowers on it. So I thought, I'm It a was gorgeous. And um, like the flowers, everything about it, just it really encompassed you. But it is mad yeah. onto like this glitz and glamour in London and stuff like that, being miles away from your family. And you know, I, I was not lonely though, like, had the best friends, was always around Jay and Luke's. And I feel like I like being around people. So I did, when you come home, I was like, I was even more lonely because I loved having all these people around me. And then I came back, and it's not that I don't like my job, but I had a stint of being like, oh 
I'm sad to go to work because it's like just me. You know, it's like detoxing myself from all this amazing life. I think it's amazing though as well that you mentioned being around at, so Jane and Luke are another couple, um, are married at first sight. And so do you feel like you've made friendships for life? Is that a bit, is that a bit cringe or have you all been kind of really thrown into this experience and you're like, oh, well, yeah, actually we, we're friends now. I feel like instantly, as soon as I like met Jay, I knew like instantly I didn't, we're like Northern, we're like quite similar, like, we're not like glitz and glam, we're like, we're just normal. So it was nice, like instantly I was like, oh my God, I've got a friend, thank God. Um, and then, yeah, everyone is super friendly and I feel like they, hopefully I want them to be my friends forever, but this is where after the show's done, they're probably like, goodbye, Ross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank God I got <laughs> Oh my God. Honestly, you could see though you had like, connect. well, you have connections with people. Obviously there was a little bit of drama, I'm not going to lie, like that was like last week's, whole shenanigans I was like oh my god yeah it was a lot was that quite hard to be around like do you know what I mean like it's so dramatic from being such a rural life and just kind of getting on with yourself and and doing you know being with the flowers and whatever to then going into a room full of people like arguing and then breaking up and then like cheating and I was like oh my god get the popcorn but then I felt really bad (laughs) Yeah, my flowers don't really chat back. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate the drama. Like, my face says a lot as well. Like, because I'm not here for it. Like, I really can't believe on the first dinner party that people were arguing over a spoon, essentially. Like, I was like, oh, God. And I know oh my God. Spoon, it was everything else. But then you're like, I've not been around this before. Like, you know, some behavior wouldn't be okay, like in my family type, say. Um, but. It was fun. And I don't like being in the drama. I like listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't love the drama, but the drama loves me. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> We're all so different. And obviously we do clash heads. But, well, not me. Like, I just want to get on with everyone. Um, But it was weird. One stage I thought, I'm actually in the telly. You know when you're sat at dinner party and stuff's going down? I was like, oh, this is, I'm actually in the telly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you are so real it's brilliant like absolutely brilliant um and anyway these friendships I guess you are hoping to keep I assume you keep connected um online etc you use social media you're following on social media I know we can keep connected with people but it's it's gone up staggeringly hasn't it I think you're on maybe a couple of thousand to start and now you're on 50,000 plus at the minute yeah how have you dealt with that change you must get lots of messages requests like you must get lots of opportunities is it a lot is it great to have those um conversations with people and new deals opportunities type thing what what's that been like yeah because I think I actually had like 400 followers (laughs) I think I had like the lowest following going on to the show um but yeah it is good and like I think it's nice because some people are even like diverting to the flower paddock and Rosalind's flowers and it's nice for them to you know, be like, oh wow, like you're a young woman in business and you do flower growing. That's incredible for the environment. That's like, and I think it sparks conversations and definitely loads of amazing opportunities speaking to you guys. Um, but to be honest, it's been dealing with the hate because I think at the first couple of weeks, um, yeah, it was really difficult because obviously they are showing a side 
of me that looks quite standoffish and like my friends and family know that's not what I'm like at all they know that I'm like chatty and but also for me like it wasn't even the the trolls it was for me to watch back that version of myself and I thought I was disappointed like I hold myself um to be not the prettiest girl in the room but a kind girl you know chatty I built my business on being outgoing and having a great reputation and can hold a conversation and for that to be that way destroyed me just by me so then for to get hate on how people it just added fuel to the fire do you know what I mean but it's I'm a lot better now but I think it was just adjusting and, and realizing that what I see on telly is a pin of who I am as a character and I yeah and also it's, it's heavily edited as well you know people forget that it doesn't show every second, every minute. It's edited to look sometimes a certain way to get a story through quicker. Yeah. You know, there's a full narrative there. And I think people do forget that. And they also forget that there's a person behind the screen. Yeah, like, we aren't characters. Like, we are human. And I think it was just adjusting, but, like, I, it was more my opinion on myself. Like, that, watching that version of me, like, I'm the chattiest person in the world. So why am I sat there not talking to Thomas? Why is that you know and it just upset me thinking like oh and I was worried for my reputation and business I thought like is this damaging have I uh, you know manifested this life going on this tv show and now I felt like what oh god I felt so exposed I felt like everything that I liked in myself in that moment had gone and I guess it it's out there as well there's no coming back from it and people are People are quite fickle with what they watch and what they believe. And and actually, they might only watch the first few episodes or, or miss an episode yeah. where actually a bit more of the real you comes out. But they only ever remember that first bit where yeah. it was a bit awkward. And But you know what? I'm sure most of us would be quite awkward going into that situation. Oh, like that is how a real human being would potentially meet a stranger. Like, And most of the people that do say nasty things, I'm like, you want to do it. Like, I, it's scary. Like, yeah, I would have wished I was a different way, but I was just being honest. Like, I can't hide, hide my face. I was never rude to Thomas. I wanted him to know where I'm at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I have received so much love as well. Like, people are saying, you're real, you're genuine, you can see that. And it's like, there is so much love. But now I'm just like, I think it's just like when you start a new job, you just got to get used to it. So I think now I'm settled in with it. It's like... It's going to be okay, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> no, definitely. You do come across really honest, really real, and just, I think you were just honest throughout. I mean, so far, you've just spoken exactly how you feel, yeah. and that's all you can be, is you, you know? Yeah. And, like, the thing is, is, like, I've not done telly before. I don't know, you know, like, all I am being is my true, genuine self, and that's, like, if I was to do it again, I would be that way as well. I'd be do, do it no different. That's me, and that's that. But like, most people have given love, and I think it's your own opinion of yourself that matters. And now I'm feeling better. It's all good. Oh, good. no. Well, we've enjoyed watching it so far. And, I mean, it is very exciting to see what happens. Um, on the podcast, we're all about, as you know, we want to bridge the gap between that town and, and country perspective. Um, now, apart from Thomas... Obviously, we don't know what happens. But who from maths would you want to invite to show your rural life and why? What do you think they'd learn? What would you want to show them? I think just because it's like out there, like I am close with Ella. um, 
and she has been at mine but I've never like actually got to do a day's work in the paddock and I think it'd be so funny to see Ella like dividing seeds and like I think our lives are so different that it'd be great to like swap with Ella me doing all like the glitz and I think it'd be great to see Ella actually like digging in plants turning over beds um dividing seeds and I think actually most people get into it because it is therapeutic like you do lose yourself in it um, yeah. and be a surprise it'd be funny also to see how she gets on because <laughs> well we can't wait to see it heard it here first <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if uh if, if Ella says no can I volunteer yeah yeah Ella, <laughs> come along <laughs> yeah. I'd be like in my pink wellies I'd be there I'd be like right I'm doing this I've got this <laughs> it's like you almost want to show people that you can be a young flower farmer and you can also be into dressing up and looking right you know yeah going out and like there shouldn't be like a stigma like oh a farmer's smelly oh a, it's like no we're just that's our job do you know what I mean and it's like if we could bridge the gap between that like you can be good looking you can go out and you can have a great time and you can work hard and get your hands dirty great well we know that you're not allowed to tell us the outcome of your marriage yet I mean we'd love to ask but we know that's probably not going to be allowed <laughs> you'll be under embargo <laughs> um so yeah very excited to see how that um ends up but before that can you give us a sneak peek of perhaps anything that's coming up I don't know if it's happening this year Ros but normally they do um partners homes you know where you like go to each other's house is that coming up they do do homestays but I can't say if I get there or not yeah, no, totally get that. I get that. That's cool. But it's nice that you do do family stays because even no matter what you get up to and where you get up to, I think it's interesting regardless for the whole series. So that's really cool that they're doing that. Um, so, yeah, moving on. Yeah, we've just got a couple more questions. And then we have our last little kind of fun part at the end. What would you say about the experience as a whole and the impact it's had on your outlook on relationships and I guess life as well? Like, I think it's truly incredible. Like, you learn whilst you're on there before and after so much about yourself. Like, also for me, like, I depend on my family. Like, my family, like, give me advice and I take their advice generally. So for me to actually stand on my own two feet and I found it hard. Like, you see at the beginning, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And that's because I haven't got my mum and dad's opinion or Millie's validation or um, so... It was just adjusting that, Ros, you do know, you will know, and you can work everything out yourself. You don't have to rely on everyone else. So I think that, for me, is huge growth. Um, but what was the question? No, <laughs> that was it. Your perspective and, you know, like your outlook. That yeah. answered it. That was perfect. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, God, I've lost myself. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with the, those learnings, what does the future look like, Ros? Are you going to continue doing the business? I mean, now you've got you know growing following you've obviously been on tv will you be doing more in that world are you going to stick to your roots are you going to do a bit of both what does the future look like for you like I would really love to do a bit of both like I don't want to ever let go of my business like I really want that to keep going um but I do want to do like some of the other side like take on some of the opportunities like even if it's to just promote like flower growing promote young 
like women in business and um, you know and encourage like younger people that it's not just set down a path that you need to be a policeman an accountant you know open minds to and children's minds that you don't have to be the cleverest in the class you just have to have like drive and charisma and passion you know and like that sort of thing but yeah I really enjoyed doing the tv and um, not sure I'd do reality again but <laughs> you never know you might see me on Gardener's World or something like that yes <laughs> I think, Ross, that actually leads us really nicely into our final part. So um, we always ask our previous guest to ask an unseen question to our next guest. So last week on the podcast, we had Farmer Will and his question to you, Ros, didn't have a clue who he was asking it to. Um, but he wanted to know what piece of advice would you give to get the younger generation into farming. And I guess we can extend that into rural life as well, but it it kind of fits with just what you were touching on there. Yeah, like I would really just like, I run classes, like especially for like younger children. And it's like, just encourage them that you, as long as you've got a passion for something and a drive and a charisma to do well in life, doesn't matter if you're not textbook at everything, you've just got to, you're, you've got a, a hunger to learn. Like you can be anything you want to be. And I think, why not venture into flower growing or anything in the you know outdoors that's it's great also for physical and mental health just do it <laughs> oh I love it <laughs> Rose I'd people find this bit hard because you've now got to ask an unseen question for our next guest now we've had all sorts I mean we've had death row meal what's on your bucket list um questions like wills just now what would be your question to ask our next guest? Doesn't have to be farming. Would my question be like, uh, would you ever marry a stranger? Oh, yes, girl. That is a <laughs> I love it. <laughs> is that one good or not? Yes, <laughs> that is one of the best questions we've had. You'll have to I love it. Stranger, though, like no texting beforehand, a literal stranger. <laughs> we will. We will. <laughs> so, oh, finally, yeah. Rose to round everything up this is our kind of other little fun bit we do um a bit of a competition throughout the series so becca versus me so becca is very much club country you know she's a fifth gen farmer i'm team town i love my lipstick i'm from a town but you know i combine that kind of creative element with my love for farming so we want to ask you are you happier in your boots on the farm? Are you club country? Are you happier in your heels in the town? Because we, we want to show whatever your shoe choice. There's room for everyone in ag. So I'm not going to lie, Becca's winning 2-0. So there's no pressure there. But in all honesty, are you club country or are you team town? Oh, I don't know because I love getting dressed up. Oh. <gasps> I do look at it, but then I love like cuddling all the animals. But Roz, I need you, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say like I love a night out, heels and lipstick, even though country art, but <laughs> yes, I am so happy. It's my first point of the series. Like I needed that. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> a little like lamb out under our arm or something, be a little boat. Yeah. No dressing Yeah. Ball gown, take a lamb, be right. <laughs> oh girls it's been so nice talking to you I hope I've been all right and not gone off subject too many times no you've been you've amazing been fantastic thank you so oh, well, like, like we really appreciate it and it's so for us it's fantastic to know that 
you know, somebody we just chatted to on the off charts back in the day yeah. just to get a few bits of foliage. Um, <laughs> and now here we are. And, you know, obviously you've you've kind of created this amazing bridge, I think, between, you know, those more rural roots and I guess the mainstream media, the public. Um, and hopefully you'll just continue, well, to keep doing this amazing business, being this just enthusiastic person and I love to hear all about, you know, the next generation and the younger side of things. So I hope we can see more and more in the future. I know, and it is good, but I'm no celebrity like Will. You are put Will on and then, like, on Love Island and me on, like, Mass. And it is nice that they are encouraging, like, all aspects of the world to go on the TV programme. It's not just all glitz and glamour. Like, you can have, you know, rural people doing these things. Yeah, you need to bridge that gap and... Honestly, Ross, you are just a ray of sunshine. And I genuinely mean that. You just like, like this conversation has been so much fun. I feel like we're just friends having a chat um, and just keep being you. Whatever happens with the show, you know, obviously we wish you the best and everything, but just keep being you because you. You're shine. great. And I'm patient yeah. to Paul, buttering me up. <laughs> oh my God, don't even. Because if Paul, like, if Paul sends me a little voice message, I think I'd actually, like, I would cry. I'd be putting it like I'd be crying. Next time I see him, I'm going to be like, Paul, voice note. <laughs> oh my God, honestly, I would cry. <laughs> oh, good. Honestly, Thanks it's so much. Captain to you. And oh, when oh. you're on, you'll have to like let me know. Definitely. Okay, well, thank you so much, girls. Thanks so much. Bye, guys. Bye. I just feel inspired after speaking to Rosie Noak. She's just so so brilliant she's honest she's been honest on the show and I just think what you see on TV maybe apart from those couple of awkward moments at the start is what you get when you just have a chat like that with her absolutely she's such a ray of sunshine she needs to give herself more credit for the hard work and amazing business that she runs but I'm sorry can we just point out here that I will hopefully get a recording from Paul I'm holding out for that. You don't even understand. I manifested, putting it out into the world. Paul is going to send me a voice recording. I love how obsessed you are with Paul. And you you wouldn't shut up about that before we even started recording, Lizzie. So God forbid if you don't get a voice message from the man himself. Well, a girl can hope. A girl can hope. Well, I think it'd be really nice to go visit Ros in person at some point, Bex. It'd be really good to see how she plans her business how she works around weddings, although we don't know if it'll still be her own wedding with Thomas, that we have to find that out at the end of the series. And yeah, just to chat with her, because I think she is just, she could, I could have a wine with her, you know, a good brew or a wine. 100%. Well, thank you as always for listening to our episode. This has really been a cracking one and we'd love to know what you think. You can get in touch with us on our social media at becca.and.lizzy via our email address, say hello at beccaandlizzie.co.uk or via our new website where you can even send us a voice note to be featured on the podcast. All that's left to say is have a fantastic weekend and let us know if you're signing up for the next series of Married at First Sight.